I'm touching myself tonight. Right up Main Street. I love you, Wade Wilson. If I never see you again, know that I love you. Oh, motherfucker, you are hard to look at. Sounds like you have a dick in your mouth. It reeks like old lady pants in here. We can fight this. There's no need to take a stand, for it was I who chose to start. We can give you abilities most men only dream of. I see no need to take me home. You're way too much dude for me. I'm old enough. to make the chimmy fucking chongas. You're probably thinking, this was a superhero movie, but that guy in the suit just turned that other guy into a fucking kebab. I'm after someone on my naughty list. Exco, give it to ya. Fuck, wait for you to get it on your own. Exco, deliver to ya. I never say this, but don't swallow. Knock, knock, open up the door to spread. If the non-stop pop up and stainless steel. Go hard getting busy with it. But I got such a good heart that I make the motherfucker wonder if you did it. Oh no, finish Go. your tweet. No, if that's fine, just give us a second. Go get her, Tiger. Oh, I so Go. pity the dude who pressures her into prom sex. Shit. Damn right, can I do it again? Yeah. I am like, so I got to win. Break bread with the enemy. No matter how many cats I break bread with, I break who you sending me. You motherfuckers never want to know what your life saved. Bitch, and that's on a life day. I'm giving down. Like a nigga said freeze But won't be the one ending up on his knees Bitch, please Two Two Three Looks like Freddy Krueger face-fucked a topographical map of Utah So we've got two Chris's, no waiting, alright Yeah, we almost had four Chris's, that would have been kind of cool That'd be confusing Yeah, Yeah, but I use my stage name Uh, Alright Yeah, definitely My stage name is Glitter I'm Crystal Decanter. How about you? (laughs) Crystal Decanter. I actually had a friend who was a drag queen, and that was his stage name. Crystal Decanter. Why do I feel like we're forgetting? So now Honeywell bowed out, and Warden just bowed out. So we're good, right? Fishman couldn't do it. Oh, we lost another Chris? God darn it. Yeah, two of them, man. Well... (laughs) That's all right. This is the, uh, I'm just dropping Chris's everywhere. I don't know. See, see, Mr. Olette, this this is the the high professional standards you you are aspiring to for future freaks. We <laughs> start with a seven person podcast, and we're down to four. Pretty soon it's gonna be just Scott here alone in a corner, being yeah. sad all by himself because I'm going home. That's, that's possible. <laughs> I'm gonna finish up uh, no consoles. Start chopping away at this. So what? when did you meet Batman? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a statue in New York City, actually. I was on a, a school trip, kind of, as it were. And I don't think it was... It was like... I don't even think it was out in front of a comic shop, but it was just... I don't even know what street I was on, to be honest with you. But, <laughs> just hanging out. Yeah, that's you know, awesome. walking by a giant He wandered away statue. from the herd. And oh, hell yeah. That's, yeah. Well, I got a great uh, shot of my friend Jordan, actually, with him, too, doing a great <laughs> Superman pose. Uh, but mm-hmm. Cue the Superman versus Batman argument. <gasps> yeah, no, well, luckily we, we, we dodged that Absolutely. bullet because Mr. Warden bowed out. Because <laughs> so I made him promise to keep it down to, 
you know, ten minutes of bashing DC movies, but maybe we can avoid that altogether. <laughs> it's not going to factor into my discussion. No, mine either. But I know he was chomping at the bit too again. So I'm actually super excited about all the DC movies. I, I am too, man. I'm not. I'm not that much of a hard ass about it. I, I, it's not the movie I would have made, but uh, we're still going to get to see. Batman and Superman beat the shit out of each other on screen. It's going to be freaking awesome. So I'm going to ask this before we actually start recording, because the mind needs to know. Did either one of you actually notice that it was full frontal Ryan Reynolds? Because I went with Scott and and Honeywell, (laughs) and neither one of them noticed. We weren't trying to notice as much as you were. That's that's the point here. (laughs) I only noticed in the fight scene. Was there another one? I can tell you it where all the, the moles on Morena Beckering's body it, it are. It was though. the fight scene right after his hospital gown caught on fire. Yes. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, there I, I noticed some, some brief danglies, but you know, well, the first you within, said you didn't see it at all. Within five seconds of the movie, he's shoving his crotch in the camera, so you know that kind of sets the stage right there. <laughs> well, that was dressed. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, they they didn't want to go for the NC seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris, let me. You're not. Are you? On any regular Two Two Freaks podcast, but yet you're not. But you have your own thing, right? Have you ever done any? I have. N- I-, I listen to you, you guys all the time. But I have a virgin on my couch. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I. Um, <laughs> I'll be gentle. No, I won't. But you know, <laughs> I-, I host Beware of Monsters, and that's that's it. I believe I've got something coming up on Earth Destruction, but. So is that similar? Is that a kaiju You're podcast? You're going to love the Jack and Eddie Brothers. They're awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They're crazy. Is that a kaiju podcast, I'm assuming? It gets into kaiju a lot. It's with Jeremy Robinson, who actually wrote the Project Nemesis series that um, Matt Frank designed the kaiju creatures for. And so we get into that a lot, but... It's just monsters in general, and mostly it's interviews with people who create monsters. Fuck! Well, we're gonna have to throw this all in the podcast proper. So, hi, this is Mindless Dribble with Scott and Sarah, and a couple of guests on the couch, and we're gonna talk about Deadpool tonight. Kind of our uh, obligatory panel discussion. Welcome to the sofa, gentlemen. Take your shoes off before you put your feet on my coffee table. <laughs> my shoes are off. All right. my pants. Everybody got your... Oh, your pants off, too. That's nice. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. To I'm watch that time. leather, you're going to stick. We've got the... Uh, <laughs> our, our, I powdered. Okay. <laughs> Remind me to fumigate when, when they leave. <laughs> it's lavender scented. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we all recognize that voice, kids. This is uh, our, our esteemed colleague, the uh, hair metal the hero. hair metal hero. And uh, someone who we're just getting to know, um, Christopher Ouellette. Hello. Um, from the Beware of Monsters podcast. Which, where can they find that, Chris? Pimp yourself, brother. Bewareofmonsters.com. Oh shit! Yeah. Woohoo! He's got his own website. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dot com billionaire. Whoa. Dot com. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> You're still just a voice in my right ear, but I like it. How are you? Maybe we treat him nice enough, he'll offer us a syndication deal or something. <laughs> you want to borrow my knee pads? Better edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Did I say that out loud? Yeah. Damn it! All for the good of the show, whatever. Um, but Chris is just telling us about his podcast a little bit, um, and excited to... He made a comment the other day when I put the call out for this podcast... 
which I found kind of humorous and said something. You said you guys were doing a Deadpool co- uh, podcast yourself, right? You and yeah, we just did. Mm-hmm. But it was mostly me asking questions of Jeremy Robinson and Kane Gilmore, who are both sci-fi um, thriller authors. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And they knew a lot more than me, so it was pretty exciting. Well, welcome to our couch where we know nothing, so have at it. Yeah. Uh, Fantastic. <laughs> That's why it's called Mindless Dribble, sweetheart. But he made a comment on Facebook the other day about doing his Deadpool podcast and said he, uh, I think, quote unquote, you know, hope it was as cool as the two true freaks and, you know, <laughs> wow. And I, I told him that, like, pretty low bar, so don't worry about it. I'm sure you'll do fine. <laughs> As you'll learn firsthand tonight, Christopher. Welcome to the limbo. <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is not NPR, this American life, unfortunately. <laughs> <No>. so. <laughs> oh, but I may steal some NPR's bed like music to, you know, oh, good. this. Because I just like doing that. Somebody's talking. Yeah, she's Hi, talking. Bill. Oh, we're not talking. Oh, is Bill's not joining us? No. Oh, oh damn. Actually. <sighs> find out. Is this I Dr. miss my Bill. Bill. Yeah. Oh, man. His lips are moving while he's typing. I know. It's Have you what, what seen What part of Deadpool podcasting yet? and process does Dr. Bill not understand? That's why I put that up there. He, he doesn't read. It's okay. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He just writes and writes and writes. Um, so, anywho. Train wreck already. There we go, Christopher. That's our high standard of professional. Reaching to a halt with bubble gum on the screen. <laughs> yeah. Still excited to be a part of it. So yeah. I was ex- insanely excited over the fact that there was a decapitation in the first, I don't know, what was that, 12 seconds Oh, yeah, film? beautiful. You know, great, <laughs> great sign splat, too. Um, but let's, uh, as we said, I, I haven't, have you guys read a significant amount of Deadpool comics at all? I have not. No? Christopher? I, am- I once asked a comic shop guy if Deadpool was Marvel's version of Alfred E. Newman. And that consisted of my entire Deadpool education outside of Wolverine Origins there. All right, so we get a <laughs> podcast of complete, you know... I read one. Anti, uh, yeah, that's right, Sarah is uh, actually up I on Actually, all I read a couple of them. No, I know I'm from, I was reading, yes, uh, I'm going to admit to uh, being a 90s comic buyer, and that's kind of what my main collecting time was. And so I got the X-Force and, and the Rob Liefeld fucking atrocities that were inflicted upon the art world back then and enjoyed them. It was a rough time. A lot of drugs in the 90s. Um, and so, yeah, I got to see Deadpool's first appearance and he did a few, you know, he popped up in X-Force every now and then, but I don't know the character any other than that other than I played the video game, which is apparently a lot closer to, it's obviously a lot closer to the movie version and the recent comics version. But, uh, so cool. We have, like, four people that had no expectations, and I think that's why I enjoyed it so much, is I had no expectations at all. So, Christopher, why don't you give us, like, uh, Mr. Roulette, Chris 1.0, 2.0, Chris and Hair Metal Hero, um, give us, like, five minutes on, you know, your basic impressions of the movie, and thumbs up, thumbs down, or katana's up, katana's down, whatever you want to go for that. <laughs> You are such a doof. I am. It's, I, it's my hobby. <laughs> um, um, um. Well, I went... It, I like superhero movies. That's why I went. 
And really, I think having the stuff out of order and playing with the timeline really helped the film because if it was in order, I would have questioned, like, wait, there's two new superheroes. You didn't even explain that X-Men were in this. What is going on here? And I thought that was kind of amazing that we're at the point in superhero films that, yeah, there's just a big metal guy. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> and I thought that was pretty cool. But all in all, like, I I think it doesn't... I, I know people who are, like, big into the character love it, but I don't think it lived up to the hype, and I'm not saying I need more of this, but, like, it was technically rated R, but, like, you know, they shot people in the head, you saw blood splurt out, but then they fell away and you never saw them again. And, like, there was technically some nudity, but it wasn't, like, really the big holiday sex scene, mm-hmm. if you took out the use of the F word and the two seconds of her chest, you could have done all those jokes in the Big Bang Theory. And it was just, that actually kind of shocked me that for how shocking this movie was supposed to be, they it was... go further, yeah. Yeah, it was like, okay, it was shocking for a comic book movie because we've seen this genre and it's not supposed to be like this. But all in all, I left thinking, I just watched X, um, Wolverine Origins mixed with Shrek and that was fine which was my reaction to both Wolverine and Shrek and I can't wait for Civil War and Batman v Superman oh my god I think I'm in love (laughs) (laughs) pretty much everybody that comes on this podcast oh my god Batman and Shrek god help you if you're from another country You know, have a restraining. Order all I need is all back. I need is a car that will drive to <laughs> Ireland, and I'm yeah, good. So. <laughs> so I talked to Mr. Walker. I'll my my Ford doesn't float for an extended period of time. I got to get a really big head start. <laughs> Hero, give us a give us what you got, man. I'm for, I I haven't read a lot of Deadpool, but I am familiar enough with the concept of what he is for the Marvel Universe, and that is the character that knows that he's in a fictional universe. And it's one of those things where um, I did enjoy the movie quite a bit. I enjoyed it more as a comedy than as anything else. Uh, I love the fact that the people that made this had the desire to make it for as long as they had the desire to make it. I had a a really fun time watching it. Uh, It is one of those things, though, where I, I think it definitely earned the R rating. Um, you can't do a full frontal strip club scene in a PG thirteen movie. Right. I mean, there was yeah, plenty yeah, of yeah. plenty of female flesh on display, along with Ryan Reynolds' ass, which I knew was coming at some point. <laughs> uh, there was no way they were not going to do that. Um, but it's one of those things where it's it's it was a a ton of fun, but it was slight. Uh, it's not. There is no story in this in this movie. At all, um, and as much as it says that it wants to be groundbreaking, it is still essentially the by numbers superhero origin story that we've gotten every other time. Mm-hmm. And I'm not averse to that. I, I have no problem, especially with characters that haven't been given as much exposure in media. You do kind of have to do the origin story. At this point, there's really only a couple of characters you never have to do the origin for. Batman, Superman, <laughs> Spider-Man, and at this point, you really don't have to do Iron Man either. But yeah. you know they're going to yeah, anyway. Yeah, they do over and over and over. <laughs> yeah, and, but and that's just <laughs> the facts of life. 
I did I did like it. It's not the end all be all. Um, my fiance uh, loved it. She had a ton of fun watching it, and she's not familiar with the character whatsoever. Uh, but she said she had a great time with it. It is, but but again, that's our sense of humor as well. I yeah. love juvenile humor uh, a ton. I have no problem with it. Uh, but it it's one of those things that I don't know how much more of this I actually need. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> it's it was it was great watching it. It was an hour and forty five minutes where I was laughing my behind off and having a great time watching him decapitate people and make ridiculous jokes and jerk off with a unicorn and <laughs> you know and and that's all great. Uh, and he and you can tell Ryan Reynolds and everybody there was committed to doing it. I will say this: it it did give me a. A, a pretty big thrill seeing a pretty comic accurate version of Colossus and I can't believe it took an R-rated yeah, Deadpool movie almost 20 years in the X-Men franchise to get that. We can't allow this Deadpool. I don't have time for your X-Men bullshit Colossus. Besides, nobody's getting hurt. It's one of those things that uh, they did try to, they did tie it in with the other <laughs> the other X-series, you know, as much as they could I guess. And uh, it's I don't know how well this character would play in the rest of the mainline X-Men movies. I don't know if there's there's a place for that there. I know they're going to try to do X-Force, but, I mean, you can't have Deadpool's front and center in that, then it's going to be a farce as well. And I got no yeah. problem with the, with the, you know, having stuff be a farce. Um, but everybody there was game to doing it, and it was fun. And... The action was pretty good. It was nice to also see something where it wasn't a world-shattering thing that was going on. Yeah. Uh, it was just pretty much a revenge story. But, uh, you know, it's people have been reacting to it. That's great. I hope it opens up opportunities for more varied things to come out of superhero cinema in general. Um, but, uh, you know, I just it's, you chew your popcorn and you definitely have a good time watching it. These people that are saying it's like the best thing that Marvel's had a, anything to do with in film is they're yeah, out of their fucking minds. Yeah. It's not it's, even the best X Men. It's infatuation. It's <laughs> not even the best X Men franchise movie. Come on. <laughs> that I might uh, disagree with you on, but I'll wait my turn. Yeah, but it's it was fun. It's I loved it. Talk I, now. I'm I'm mad I'm madly in love with Negasonic Teenage Warhead. That's a character that is awesome. Yeah. And it I mean, you know, just Give you a movie with uh, if you're not going to use Kitty Pride for Colossus to pal around. Colossus with. is a Negasonic Road movie, man. Absolutely, now I would now. be all over that. That's <laughs> fine, uh, but you know, I, if if the next one comes out and it looks half decent, I'll probably end up seeing it. I'm a sucker. For, I'm a mark for all the comic book movies for the most part. So uh, I'll, I'll say uh, you know cautiously optimistic about a sequel. Uh, they're going to have to do something really clever with it, though. I think <laughs> like. Um, it needs to be some sort of scathing parody of like '80s buddy cop movies if they're going to use cable. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think I've spoken enough. I'll throw more thoughts out later. Sarah, um, <clears throat> I said this, and well, yeah, from the opening credits of God's Perfect Idiot to you know, I enjoyed everything. I went into it thinking bright lights, pretty colors, and loud noises, and that's exactly what I got. Um, no expectations going in. And and it's not the best Marvel picture, but it is by far the filthiest. <laughs> <laughs> and my theory, and I shared this with Mr. Honeywell, and I actually I was afraid to say it because I thought it sounded dumb, was it's a straight-up chick flick. Formula yeah. chick flick. 
Yeah. Guy meets girl, horrible incurable disease, guy loses girl, you know, he proposes with a ring pop for fuck's sake. <laughs> you know? It's it's a chick flick formula in the same way that the Wizard of Oz is, because it's two bitches fighting over a pair of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of that. It's just straight up chick flick. <laughs> and I just wanted to bitch slap the Wade Wilson character because, you know, he wasn't that hideous. And yeah. he should have given her a chance. I was surprised. Rocky Dennis found love, for fuck's sake. <laughs> but she so was I blind, mean, wasn't she? No, no masked. Eric stole Yes, she yeah, was blind. Oh, that's right, the girlfriend. He taught blind. her colors right. with heat well. and billowy and yeah. Well, you know, if... if you know, he, if you're going to throw in something... Yeah, if he hard. hadn't uh, gotten back with Inara, I, I saw him and his roommate there having a thing eventually. <laughs> <laughs> and the... I, I absolutely adored Katie Kaboom. <laughs> Negasonic Warhead. She's, she's the perfect teenager. I, I I raised that teenager. I think I had less damage in my house, but I raised that girl. And um, the fight with Colossus and Angel Dust, I fully expected them to kiss at the end. <laughs> After they got done beating the crap out of each other, you know, I, I figured that there there might be a future there if they can meet on some common ground. Kitty or cut a bitch. No, Kitty or cut a bitch. Yeah. When you were talking about the road movie, I was thinking it would be Colossus and Angel as mom and dad bringing there up. There you go. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Raising Katie Kaboom. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. So, I can see that. Yeah, bright lights, pretty colors, loud noises. And uh, I was I was very happy with it. I didn't expect the life changing um, Marvel movie, and I didn't get it. But that's okay because I wasn't disappointed. And you know, Ryan Reynolds' ass is always a plus. So <laughs> always, <laughs> always. <laughs> and, is his mouth not being sewn closed? Yeah, yeah, that helps. <laughs> um, the the um, I'm the one that goes to the Marvel program, the Marvel movies. Looking for Stanley, and let out a squee when he showed up in the strip club. Best Stanley cameo ever. <laughs> ever. Total, total shout out to Stripperella. I missed that show. Somebody needs to bring it back. No, but, they don't. <laughs> well, why? What else are you going to do at one o'clock on a Saturday morning? Because uh, nothing sleep. good happens after midnight. Wasn't sleep. he also Howard Hughes in an Iron Man movie? Not yeah. Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner. And then Larry Hefner. King in the uh, yeah. sequel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I think the Hugh Hefner one was a bit closer to his role in Deadpool here. Oh, sure. I mean, yeah. It was just, yeah. I I, I actually didn't even know Stan had a cameo in this one. I mean, he didn't in the last X of the Men one, I don't think, did he? It was a photograph on the wall. That's right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I just... When I heard that voice, I'm like, he was a, a picture in the co- he was a picture course, on the wall in the cop absolutely. shop. That's that's my game. As I go in looking oh, for Stanley, and I get little, horribly disappointed if I don't find him. His little demons about to claw the shit out of my shoulder. Mm-hmm. What? Is Scott's my, my cat is about cat. to attack him. She just jumped up <laughs> on the back of the chair. And Cats have a tendency to do that. Yeah, yeah. well, her twenty hour nap is apparently over now. So. <laughs> So I guess yeah, I was I was happy with it, and uh, your turn to talk. All right, uh, I had no expectations going into this, other than I said I knew the early days of the the character, which is light years away from what he is now. 
and I I did know what he was about, and you know I've read some panels and stuff and, and top ten comic book story lists and shit, and yeah, obviously uh, he's obviously the the satire wing of the Marvel universe, you know, that's that's there to laugh at itself, and he does it brilliantly, and it's great that Ryan Reynolds has wanted this part for so long, and I've been reading recent stories that he was pretty much blackmailed into, you know, doing the shit they did to the character in Wolverine Origins. Which is, I don't hate that movie, but... Neither do I, as you I can mean, see from my avatar. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't hate it at all. It was an adequate, you know, it was an adequate telling of the Wolverine Origins shit, which I wasn't a big fan of to begin with, but they did a good job of it. But, yeah, I don't know what they were thinking of with that. Um, and so it's good to see that we finally got real Deadpool. And talk about, like, one of the best comic book-to-screen renditions of a costume, you know, yet. Uh, it's spot on. It's easy to do, but yeah. I mean, you got to give props for that. I understand I, he kept the suit when they were done shooting. Why not? Turn you that know. in because no, yeah. and he went home with it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Most of them do. You'll see him showing up at hospitals with it and shit, like Chris. You know, oh, Chris God. Pratt does, and, and <laughs> Captain America does. If Deadpool's showing yeah. up at the hospital, though, that's, well, that, that's disturbing. A good sign. Yeah. Well, when we saw the movie, it was it was, it was in the other podcast that there were like. Four like eight year old boys leaving, you know, as everyone was leaving, and just like, wow, mom and dad are gonna have some uncomfortable conversations about that <laughs> sex scene montage when they get home. But especially Woman's Day. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah, uh-huh. just <laughs> whatever. breathe; it'll be fine. You know, I, I, don't, I don't judge parents. Expose your kids to what you want to expose them to. I, my mom took us to Raging Bull when we were all like fourteen. Uh-huh. You yeah, know, 14, that's all right. And didn't know. Yeah, but sitting next to your mom when Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro are going on about his wife sucking his brother's cock, that's a little uncomfortable. Not for the brother. <laughs> yeah. Something to that effect. Anywho, my review, um, it's my favorite X-Men movie of everyone that's been made so far. And I, I, that wow. probably sounds like hyperbole, but... It just felt like the X-Men comics I read more than any of the other ones have so far. And I want the next X-Men movies to be made by these guys. I was so, like, uh, just super squee geekgasm with that fucking Colossus that I can't even, you know, it's just, like I said, I want to see just Colossus, Negasonic Road movie. Uh, I agree, we talked about it in the other one, that they probably stuffed a little too much X-Men stuff in there. Um, You know, just to kind of pad the story almost, um, because I agree with you, Harold, there wasn't much of a story, and it's questionable how long you can drag out a character like Deadpool. You said they're planning on doing an X-Force, but you don't want to make him... He's almost guaranteed to be like, the over he's going to be the new Wolverine now, you know. He's going to have to be in every freaking Deadpool <laughs> related movie, you know. Yeah. Or I'm sure Cable's going to fit that bill too, depending on who they get to play him. So. so if they get Stephen Lang like he wants, I'm, I'm down with that. Um, I'd like somebody not as old as Stephen Lang, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's getting up there, but I, I can't really. I mean, he was Cable in Avatar, so it's, it's, kind, yeah, of exactly. like, it's kind of hard to picture anyone else, really. Um, I was impressed that this movie took itself more seriously than I thought it would. Um, I think I agree with you, Christopher, that um, 
you know, I expected it to be maybe a little more over the top and a little more just dick and fart jokes. Um, <laughs> Hashtag drive by. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> there's so much silly shit in it. Um, I mean, I thought it was a good level. You don't want to, you know, you want to tread maybe a little lightly in your first R-rated, real raunchy outing as a superhero movie. Um, I thought it was, fu- like, I'm not at all, like, oh, it should have been further or whatever. I think it, as far as the movie, it was true to itself. Yeah. And that's what I liked about it. Like, I, I do think it's a bit weird when you have a character like Wolverine who goes around with knives in his hands and we've never seen blood. Yeah. That just doesn't fit. But Deadpool, they did what fit, and he was an over-the-top character. I just think it's funny people saying, like, oh, this is the most wild thing. It's kind of like, it actually weirdly reminds me of when Passion of the Christ came out. (laughs) And a bunch of people who never go beyond PG-13 went and saw an R-rated film that was (laughs) rated R for violence. And they're like, this must be the most intense movie ever. And it's like... Straight-up snuff flick. Yeah, yeah. Which... it. It was, but it wasn't, like, when you go to movies that are, like, ultra-violent, that movie wasn't it. It was just a bunch of people who weren't used to that seeing it. Well, I was surprised it was more grounded in that respect, too. And, I mean, that it could have gone a lot more cartoony. I mean, it could have done, like, CGI Kill Bill blood, you know. I mean, right. it been spurting out of arteries. and But, I mean, it, it kept pretty grounded and... and reasonably realistic. I thought the fight choreography was really excellent. Yeah, the action scenes were, were um, good. I mean, I was really impressed and by a lot of it. numbering the bullets, that was fun. That was a brilliant scene, yeah. And it was very, I mean, obviously this had kind of a limited budget, but I gotta give props to the filmmakers for their, their economy of storytelling. And Colossus couldn't have been cheap. That was, that was a good effect. Yeah, it turned um, out real good. Better yeah. than I thought it would have. Yeah, I mean, that was like, oh, just so classic Burn Claremont Cockrum fucking Colossus. I just loved it. But, uh. He's gonna go touch himself tonight. I'm gonna go touch myself tonight. Um. <laughs> this one even called bullshit when Colossus was having breakfast. He can't eat when he's mad. Like, <laughs> I did. Like, oh my god. Yeah, we just watched it. I'm like, yeah. hey, they he got can't that eat wrong. when he's metal. They got that yeah, wrong. Oh my god, you were such nerd. a nerd. It was awful. It's funnier that way. I'm ashamed. Yes. <laughs> But I also like that they, they took the, you know, love story um, seriously and, and the whole, you know, they didn't, oh, he's got cancer, let's move on. You know, there was a lot of, they brought some, some gravitas to that and and uh, Reynolds and Backrain brought some, you know, acting chops to it. It was very cool to, very cool to see Inara working again, you know. Oh, yeah. Anyway, and, you know, seeing a lot of her is always a good thing. That's I'll Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, I, she's, a fire, she's a good actress and, and, you know, has been kind of unfortunately, like most of the Firefly crew, regulated to bad sci-fi TV, so... Yeah, she was on Homeland. Right. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. But, I mean, she was like... He doesn't did, pay for Showtime. She did V before, I think, and that was never... She was really good in V, though. Yeah. I still want Serenity Season 2 or Firefly Season 2. Give up the ghost, man. I it's know. not happening. I know. Let it go. <laughs> Well, with Netflix picking up everything anybody ever liked before, maybe. There, there, there too, uh, Nathan Fillion can't be Captain Tight Pants anymore. It's not happening. <laughs> oh, yes, he can. <laughs> he can, but he ain't going to look as good in him. I don't care. 
But yeah, uh, yeah no, it worked I, for Shatner. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. I, I fully enjoyed the movie uh, more than I think I even thought I was going to. So I mean, it's just as fun a ride the second time. Okay, since it's just, just the it. four of us, I have to admit, mm-hmm. we were in line waiting to go see Star Wars, and this one bought our tickets like three months in advance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we're we're on our way into the theater, and I looked up and I saw the poster for Deadpool, and I looked. I said, "Is it wrong that I'm more excited to see Deadpool than I am to see Star Wars?" <laughs> yeah, not at all. From strokes, man. In a lot of ways, I had a lot more fun with this movie than I did Star Wars. I know that's sacrilege, but I mean, it was just a fun ride the whole way through. I loved what? the Monty Python. Rip that he oh, did when just, he was fighting Colossus. He was fighting, yeah, punching Colossus in his hands. Just come freaking, back and I'll gnaw your legs off. Yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> they were just yeah. Talk about an Easter egg filled movie. I mean, and they even you know, skated, you know we had, they skated the line of Easter eggs they shouldn't even legally been able to talk about, but they did anyway. Yeah, I, that I guess that's covered. That would be covered under fair use, I guess, if it's parody, right? No, if you say the guy with an eye patch, you know. Showing up and or Samuel Jackson showing up with an eye patch, yeah, it's very. Well, it's weird. We <laughs> careful not to use the copywritten name. Yeah, yeah. Though since he referred to Professor X by the actor's name, yeah, that was which one? Then, it's getting confusing. Yeah. <laughs> then we get to the end, and they are on a downed. Um, it was a helicarrier. Yeah, yep, and obviously. then yeah, later on he refers to. Um, Samuel L. Jackson, so that's the same way you referred to Professor X. Does Deadpool bring the Avengers and the X-Men into the same universe? Now, wouldn't that be... I'd love to think there's some backroom deal going on. I want to see Tony Stark <laughs> and Deadpool <laughs> in that verbal argument, you know, in, in the in the famous Tony Stark way. Yeah. Um, I, I want to I see that scene. You know, that, that's, I'll buy my ticket for that. Take my $9. Take my money, please. <laughs> Let me just watch these two argue for a little bit. No. <laughs> I think the, the snark level there... I, I, the the snark Marvel, level would be epic. Yeah, but the Marvel movies aren't trading on self-referential humor, which no. I kind of appreciate. It's mostly coming from the characters, so... I don't know. I don't know if that's that would be a, a, a bridge too far for me, but... I don't know. Oh, give me one scene. Two minutes. You know. Wait till, wait till Spider-Man's established, and then have... Spidey yeah. and Deadpool do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Got to give me a better looking Spider-Man. <laughs> well, at least one that's legal. This one's like 15. The act is 19. <laughs> he's fine. Is he's he? 19. No, I thought he was actually like 15. No, no he's a little bit older. He just no, looks No, you're really just young. really old and he looks really young. Oh, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Anyone under... 30 looks like a teenager these days. <laughs> it's true, they do. It's frightening. <laughs> well, that's what they're going for with Spider-Man this time, right? Yeah. Thankfully. Yeah. Thankfully. Uh, it, it, I hope he's playing like a 16-year-old. Yeah, because they kept quoting whoever, it might have been Stanley, but I think everything Stanley, saying that, no, it wasn't. But one of the Marvel creators was saying that Spider-Man works best in high school and he should just be kept there. Yeah, and that's after Civil War. I think the new the reboot Spidey is going to be him in high school and probably another fucking origin story or something. <laughs> <laughs> or at least a good flashback to it. <laughs> Uncle Ben doesn't come back to life, but he gets shot every other month. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, he's 19. He's going to be 20 in June. You can look at him. <laughs> 
I don't know what else to say. I said I, I do agree with you here. I wonder if it's a, a character that has staying power, you know, if they can put him in six different movies like Captain America. Um, he definitely would not... That's where it, it's kind of causing its own alternate timeline because this is like... This, is, to me, was like the perfect X-Men movie of the 80s and 90s X-Men. It had, you know, if not for the one scene of Negasonic texting, it could have been set in the 90s. Um, I'm almost surprised they didn't they didn't go a period piece like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but then you wouldn't have been able to make the jokes about him being old. Yeah. You know. so. <laughs> um, but man, yeah. just the look of, of Colossus and and you know the the callback when her clothes burned off when the first attack on Angel Dust that was the old horrible blue and yellow X Men outfits <laughs> from the nineties. Yeah, man, it was just like, oh, I can't believe they went there. Just the whole aesthetic of Ice Queen. Of it just looked more like what I dreamed an X Men movie would be. So, And I'm hoping that gets around and maybe people start making those comments because I'm not that thrilled about X Men Apocalypse, to be honest with you. When they panned back and showed her in the, in the yellow and blue, I, I went, <laughs> you know, just like you. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, was horrible. I mean, just like. This, this one was filled with good, good Marvel goodness. Uh, yeah, tons of East, tons of Easter eggs yeah. on it to everything. But I mean, he made a Sinead O'Connor joke, so I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and the music, I mean, it just starts out with Angel of the Morning, and that, that whole montage is just beautiful. I didn't even notice that it was parody, you know, um, titles in the beginning until it was about halfway through. Oh, I- you know, so I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what is Direct that? I was the only what? one laughing. I was <laughs> yeah. the only one laughing in my sleep <laughs> at the beginning of the credits because <laughs> I noticed right away. God's perfect idiot. <laughs> yeah. It was beautiful. I mean, great. Great written piece. A moody teenager, yeah. a CGI character. It's it's kind of it's surprising that uh, said. I think the budget I read was about fifty three million, which is nothing for a superhero movie. Obviously, uh, they make good use of it though, and it's one of those examples where sometimes it's best to have a good director, you know, that understands the limitations of his movie. And works with what he's got, and you know. It's also a fifty-year-old guy who's been in video game, the video game side of uh, media for a long time. So really, he, okay, yeah, I, he, I, I know nothing doing. about him. But well, I think awesome. the other thing is just Ryan Reynolds. First of all, is a perfect voiceover guy, yeah. and he's so likable that you just want to go with it. So you, I don't know. I think I realized I gave him a pass on tons of stuff that they just if he wasn't funny and I didn't want to go with him the plot would have been stupid and there it would have just been an empty empty movie but he was able to fill that in with humor and just a great performance I almost disagree a little bit Christopher Uh, I felt the movie stood up and I said I took itself more seriously than I thought it would and I thought I had a pretty good narrative structure and you know, whether or not it was him cracking wise every two minutes I don't think would have mattered all that much. Just made it more entertaining that he was, but I don't, know. I, I don't know. Like I think his like his relationship, the fact that he shows up after how many years and was it one or two? About and one or two, there's yeah. nothing. It's just like you hid from me because you thought you were ugly and oh okay, we're over it. And stuff like that. And really, her character is 
her entire development is I'm hot, I'm a hooker, and I will like all the same things you do. And it's just, I this is not a criticism of the movie. I just don't think that the level of character development for the side characters or the level of plot development would work outside of a comedy. Right. Yeah, valid points. You know what it is? It's one of those things that if it was slightly more po-faced, it would have... It would have been right at home and something that Canon Films would have put out in 1986. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know what? If Dolph Lundgren was as funny as Ryan Reynolds, I would be watching Masters of the Universe right now. Dolph, yeah. Dolph actually is funny when you let him cut loose. He's funny in the Expendables movies. Cause it's just hilarious like, in the Expendables movies. Uh, how old yeah. is he now? Maybe we will get him as cable. Then. I could, you know what? I'd buy him <laughs> yeah. over a lot of other you know. people. I, I was gonna, I was gonna say Dolph Lundgren, but I thought you would, you know, throw something at this end of the couch. Because no, what, no, no. you know, I think what this could, what this series has to keep doing to be successful or to keep giving people what they want from it is to almost be like an Expendables, you know, that just have the the weird '80s cameos and '90s cameos and. I think there's going to be, you know, it's going to go like Guardians of the Galaxy with the popular music and, you know, have a few songs in there. Don't think Angel of the Morning is popular anymore. <laughs> well, no, but it's it's definitely a freaking earworm because I was singing that to myself for like two goddamn days afterwards. And I will be again. And the Chicago at the end was just like flashback to middle school dances. Scary. I... But, <laughs> well, I'll be. I, I'll, I won't lie. I'm. I'm the sucker that when the when DMX kicked in, I was like, "All right, let's do this." Yeah, that was <laughs> nice too. Yeah, they had Definitely. that in the trailers, and that was yeah, good usage there. Did y'all catch the Batman noise when they face planted him into the radio? No. Oh, yeah. I'll uh, go back and watch it. Yeah. 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 I missed that. When, I when they're bouncing his face off the radio and it's changing stations. Yeah, I heard it the second time. The Batman fight noise shows up. Huh. That's hilarious. That it good. was. <laughs> I had to watch it a second time because I missed a lot of the wisecracks because I was laughing too hard. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot thing. of layers. You know, ogres are like onions or whatever. <laughs> you are <laughs> Shrek, you are not. <laughs> they stink? Yes. No. Oh, they make you cry? No. Oh, you leave them out in the sun, they get all brown, start sprouting little white hairs. No. Those are like onions. Uh, <laughs> you know, not everybody like onions. I said it. It's, it kind of sucks. We have no. Comic hey, hero, book would you hand me that tonight, cushion but... at the end of the couch so I can smother <laughs> this check wagon? <laughs> my last cigarette first. But... Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with it. And it, I, the other thing I got to wonder is the the Ferris Bueller's reference at the at the end of the credits. If you are under the age of. Thirty-five, yeah. thirty. Did you yeah. get that? Yeah, I want to know from people. Yeah, probably. Well, when not. I started, I don't think anybody under. Hey, the there would be a great opportunity for the someone theater. to email the Mindless Dribble Show at mindlessdribble at yahoo dot com. <laughs> be our first. Be our first. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> you're that's a whore. So, have you heard that they greenlighted a um, the next Wolverine to be rated R because of this? 
Yeah, yeah, which, I mean, maybe Old Man Logan. Did they get to see Hugh Jackman's ass this time? Possibly. They showed his ass in Origins. Yeah, showed, well, maybe we get to see their face. All right, so maybe this time he'll turn around. They showed it in Days of Future Past. Yeah, well, not the front. Yeah, I've seen Hugh's ass. Let's have him turn around. The thing is, the second Wolverine movie, that the director's cut on that is pretty damn violent. There's a lot yeah. of blood in it. Uh, let, at one point, people are getting fed into, like, a snow shoveler. <laughs> so, if you haven't nice. seen the director's cut of the just the standalone Wolverine movie, yeah, no, I haven't yet. it's worth tracking down, because it's a, a far different experience for a lot of it. And I really dug that one. Um, I mean, it was more drama than, than superhero movie, but I'm a sucker for when he goes to Nippon and fucks fuck stuff up so yeah i mean i'm hoping you know this with this and the, the success of the netflix shows i mean yeah i'd love to see i know we want to stay away from grim dark and gritty and all that um but it, there is a place for it in some characters yeah like, obviously some, not deadpool yeah. but you know daredevil season two is looking freaking awesome i can't wait um just as long as I bring the bartender back in the next movie, because I really loved his yeah, character. Yeah, was he great. was great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that bar room you know, scene in, in yeah, particular sure. was just like this, you know, den of mercenaries. It was great. I don't know if that's probably is a thing in the comics too, but yeah, um, yeah. I thought was, one of the greatest parts was just that I go with you, but I don't. Want I don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the the pizza scene was straight out of the comic books. Word for word, oh, okay. same pizza, the whole nine. Oh wow! So yeah, they're you know they they were faithful to a lot of it. I just I love the scene, the realism of Ajax and Angel Dust coming into that bar and grabbing him, and just everyone fucking <laughs> click click click. <laughs> yeah, I've you're been in, in that bar. You're in the wrong bar to, to pull this shit, superhero or not, or super villain or not, dude. Yeah, back it up. <laughs> hey, did anybody see? Because I I guess I missed it. What happened to Angel at the end? Because I, I saw her carried know. out by Colossus, but then I, what happened after that? Now he was carrying Negasonic. Now he had, both, he had, of had both of them. Did he have both of them? Yeah. yeah, getting ready for their road trip. But what happened after that? I don't know. She disappeared. Yeah. I'm sure, but... Brother to professor, eh? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> he took her back to his room. Yeah, that Maybe. fight was the only merely foreplay. So. Yeah, that that fight was merely foreplay. That whole yeah, that, that scene with her, you know, him shying away from seeing her boobs and stuff. That was total Boy Scout Peter, you know. Um, Colossus is <laughs> yeah. beautiful. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Crotch shot. Yep. Bam. <laughs> Would it affect him when he is metal, though? That's the question. He cringed. Yeah, I'm not sure the metal face could cringe, but it did. Well, it's it's, or, it's organic living steel, right? Right, but you know, it's, he's, he His shows pain. He still has some kind oh of pain. Oh my god, he still has <laughs> some pain centers. Apparently, and sorry, I've heard, I've heard, he went flying backwards, so he was hit yeah. hard. Yeah. Oh, good X Men goodness, man! I said. Uh, I've never been fully satisfied with any of the other X-Men movies. I want to see one that looks like Deadpool. <laughs> Last time I'll say it. Last time I'll say it. I, I don't believe you. They're going to start trying to make everybody like Deadpool. I think Deadpool is good if we go, wow, this is a weird take on comic book movies. That means we could do anything that the character needs. So yeah. making Wolverine radar is a good idea. 
but like you know when somebody decides that Spider-Man's going to be rated R yeah that's not a good idea there's no Spider-Man story that you need to tell that needs to be rated R even no. if you were going to do Craven's Last Hunt you can well, still get I mean. all the pathos out of that in PG-13 yeah and I think Marvel Studios knows that they're not going to break their mold anytime soon I mean it's br- it's ballsy what they're doing with you know allowing Netflix to do and uh, you know we've We've talked about anal sex and, and Jessica Jones. You know, I don't think they're going <laughs> <Quite a bit. laughs> to really We're go, not going there go again. too much no. further than that. <laughs> I don't need them to go too much further than no, that. No, they don't. Know, you know, I, I want to see Luke Cage and Jessica Jones fighting people and not you know, need the other stuff that much. Yeah. We have one podcast where nobody says anal sex. I doubt anal it. Sex, anal sex, anal <laughs> sex, anal sex. It's Baba actually contract. Baba Booey, yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Hero. Where would we be without you? <laughs> We'd be PG thirteen without you. A lot better off, probably. <laughs> oh, I did drop an F bomb. Feel free, feel free to, to to bleep that out. No, that's no, okay. I dropped happened. a whole lot of them in yeah. the beginning. It's all good. <clears throat> you know, one of our no councils for old men just starts out. Fuck it, do it live. You know, <laughs> you know. that was Doctor Bill. You know, good parent. So oh, I'm not concerned. We're living in an adult world. <laughs> We're talking about an R-rated movie, so... That's yeah. true. I even, you know, dropped the F-bomb on the, the new Disney episode of New Councils, so it's all over <laughs> for me. There you go. Hopefully! I, I've got Donald Duck saying bitch on it somewhere, too. It's nice. It'd be awesome. But, um... I don't have any further thoughts, guys. I feel bad we don't have a Deadpool comics expert here tonight, but... Hey, you know... I'm really curious if they will put him into the X-Men franchise because like I heard Jonathan Mayberry say it, he had, he'd written Deadpool for a while said Deadpool works best when he's a side character and I can see that working well for Deadpool but the general feel of the X-Men movies is so self-serious that yeah. it, I wonder if it will like will he enhance that or will he just take it over or ruin it that's i'm just looking forward to that experiment there's kind of my prediction i i'll go ahead chris uh hero i was uh, there there is something to be said for the self-seriousness of the the current stream of x-men films which there probably could be an attempt to maybe give it a little less of a uh self-serious attitude but i doubt they're gonna go that way uh whatever humor they currently have in those films is mostly still derived from character stuff, usually with Wolverine, but uh, there does need to be some stuff. They could take maybe the idea of, you know, we can go a little more colorful, which it looks like Apocalypse is. I mean, they have Psylocke in her costume, accurate from the comics, so who knows? We'll see what's happening. I don't know. Yeah, I think they're going to move that way. They, as you said, started with Apocalypse. I mean, they were going for a little more of the 90s cartoon. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like I got to thrill up my my spine when in first class when they were in blue and yellow flight suits, and I was yeah. like, oh, thank God. Yeah, especially Banshee, you know, because... Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, which they underused horribly, I'm afraid to say. But, yes. That um, means we're not going to get any Black Tom or anything now, so... No, and the Juggernaut is never going to be... Xavier's stepbrother, but nerds. No, no, no. Uh. I'm, I'm with you on that one. I'm with you on that one. I, I would. That's a whole. Uh, they could have mined that. That could have been a whole movie right there. Yeah. yeah. They could have done Rio Bravo with the X Men, and it's just that whole story with <laughs> with Juggernaut trying to get into the 
into the school. Yeah. But that's me, and I want John Carpenter to direct it. <laughs> I want John Carpenter to direct pretty much everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't see him them plopping him into you know whatever comes after Apocalypse real quick, unless unless they're going to kind of shoot for. And who knows how long they got McAvoy and Fassbender and, you know, if you're going to keep doing X-Men movies, eventually they have to turn into Stuart and McKellen and that ain't going to go on too much longer either. So, yeah, they're going to have to think about a reboot of some kind themselves pretty soon and, like I said, hopefully it's, it's not all going to be R-rated. Uh, even though this is, like, going on to be the biggest R-rated movie in history, probably, which is right. fucking amazing. When you think of some of the things that are out there, like aliens and, you know. Uh, I, well, I haven't checked recently. I'm actually going to take a peek right now and see yeah, how it's... It's about $500 million, I think, last time I checked. Worldwide? Maybe, yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, it was getting up there. So Well, it won the weekend again, so... Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, did it? Gangbusters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's uh, $235 million domestic right now. So that's crazy. I'm going to throw this one out just for Christopher Warden, but could you imagine the head spinning if this grosses anywhere near or more than Batman vs. Superman? That one's for you, Chris. Uh, oh, I know. The gauntlet has been thrown. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I'm well, I've go. already seen graphics. If they put out another movies. Electra movie, I'm going to go see it. I, I'm a you know, <laughs> superhero slut. <laughs> I'm going to go Jesus. see all of them. And I'll gripe about some of them, and I'll enjoy other ones. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you're talking to the guy who owns the the, the direct-to-video man thing <laughs> movie stuff, so. and I have not seen that one. Don't. Yet, so I'm, I'm embarrassed to say. Don't. But, yeah. Don't waste your time. No, yeah, it's not worth it. I've heard. Uh, final thoughts. Uh. Um. Uh, <laughs> I got one. I got one. I hold. Hold on. It's a. Uh, okay. Hold on. Uh, <clears throat> um. Yeah, I give it. I give it two smooth criminals uh, up. There we go. <laughs> you said that with the wrong accent. <laughs> He's got a pair of smooth criminals up there. Down, yeah. under. down under. And <laughs> there you I go. Lost my shit. I did too. And, and the, the Hugh mask at the end was fucking brilliant. Oh, it's genius. Yeah. <laughs> genius. The um, the People magazine being thrown in with the ammunition. Mm-hmm. With him being man of the year, mm-hmm. <laughs> the Hugh Jackman one, so that was yeah. pretty cool. And they had Ryan Reynolds man of the year at the beginning in the opening. Yep. Yeah. 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 And Ryan Reynolds has now been voted people's sexiest dad of the year. Did you see the Ellen clip? I did the interview. If you guys want to look it up, look for an interview yeah, the, with him on Ellen. He, uh, he talks about the uh, naked scene. Yeah, he's like, pretty much I'll get naked for enough money. Yeah. And she goes, I have cash, how much? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and she geez. reaches for her pocket. Yeah. He said at the beginning of filming, he took to the crew and he says, okay, now boys, you're going to see something that you really should not have seen, and I'm sorry. And by noon, he was like standing in line going, wow, coffee, and the, you know, the sale looks really great today, and totally naked. <laughs> and really didn't care anymore because that filter had fallen away. Yeah. So... <laughs> Well, who is it more awkward for, the person that's naked or the person who's next to the naked person? In the beginning, it's more awkward for the naked person. After that, it's Speak the rest of the people. Yeah. <laughs> never thankfully been in that position, and never hopefully will be. So. <laughs> for the good of mankind. Yeah. Um, I mean, Ryan Reynolds yeah, definitely nailed it. I, I hope they get to 
Well, they're definitely going to get to do more. I just yeah. hope they they've got they the money. On. I just hope they don't think you know. I, I think almost the worst thing you could do to this franchise is all of a sudden dump a two hundred dollar budget, a two hundred million dollar budget on it, and you know tell them to throw in eight more X Men and you know Sentinels and fucking well, they were whatever. supposed to have more X Men, but they were told to cut seven million dollars from the budget. So yeah, but I think it was just enough. I mean. Uh, you know, it's a it was really a, big house, but I only ever see the two of them. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, even to be self-referential about that is just perfect. But um, I think they'll pretty much command whatever budget they want next time around. I mean, Fox ain't stupid. If they think they got a sure thing, they they don't mind spending money on it. But well, and with the way that Reynolds and the director are just passionate about this character, yeah. I don't think the money's going to ruin it. Like they're gonna keep what works here because that's. That's why they wanted to do it, was I to hope do I, the blood and the smart talk. But I get the feeling they had a lot more creative license with $50 million than oh, they have right. with $200 million. Studios start to get their fingers in too much shit. And Fox is notorious for fucking things up with their <laughs> producers. So. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about X3 for a while. Yeah. I like X3 a lot. <laughs> I like a lot of it, but it's still a fucking train wreck. <laughs> I don't know. I'd see, I'm the guy happy. that'll point to that and say, there. I don't see anything distinguishable in there that tells me that that wasn't Brian Singer that directed it. <laughs> no, no, and that was good that they... Well, Brent Ratner's just a fucking parrot anyway. I mean, he's he's a fairly serviceable director with other people's shit, but... Hey, grow, watching those 90s X-Men cartoons, X-Men 3 felt just like the 90s X-Men cartoons. I love the Beast in that. I am such a fan of fucking Kelsey Grammer being the Beast in that. But. As long as he stops shitting on the lawn, we're good. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> shitting on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> um, final thoughts, Sarah? Um, Did I just say final thoughts, Sarah? <laughs> Sarah? <laughs> Sarah Connor. <laughs> oh... Hold on a second. I'll be back. <laughs> no, um, happy with the movie. Um, I think I'd have been happy if it was an hour and a half of him just sitting on the edge of the highway talking. <laughs> but you know, book, yeah. yeah. Um, can't wait for the next one. Would like to see Dolph Lundgren be Cable. Because, you know, why not? I'm down with that. Um, the man has a PhD. Let's give him his due. Even Mel Gibson. Let's bring Mel Gibson back. I no, throw him let's a paycheck. not. <laughs> oh, I'd be all over that. Do it. Do it up. <laughs> ah, well, maybe. Regardless not, of him, he can act. This oh, is yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's sh- not a good human being, but he's an excellent actor. How's that? I'll leave Mel alone. Leave Mel alone. supposed to be Wolverine. Yeah, there, that was a rumor. He's short enough. He's not tall enough to be Cable. That's going to be the only thing that stops him, I think. Now, how are they going to dance around? I mean... Are we going to get Cable's origin story in you Deadpool have to. 2? It, I mean, it just has to be inside. Another origin like, story. Be like, wait, did your parents even make you yet? Like, yeah, something like exactly. That. Yeah, it's like, are your parents even together in the movies? Yeah, my fiance goes, who's Cable? I go, oh, it's, uh, it's, it's Scott and uh, fake Gene. Gene's yeah, it's, it's a little complicated. <laughs> you need a flow chart. It's complicated. Yeah. turned up to 11. <laughs> string theory. we got to get into some string theory. Yeah, here. pretty much. Well, you know, if you, if you just say Doctor Who... Yeah, well... You can do it. Yeah. The, the X-Men went, like, full fucking Doctor Who in the 90s. That's about when I started. Now, when did the losing. Doctor meet River? Wait a minute. People usually need a flowchart. Yeah. 
It's the same explanation. It's all good. <clears throat> That's when the X Men lost me when they started. Well, cable's all the, time the, travel. The time so. travel a little too much. <laughs> uh, just have no imagination. <laughs> but um, I, 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 I loved it, man. Loved it more than I thought I would. You know, it was definitely a good time, and still very impressed with the action. And I think they're really gifted filmmakers as far as knowing how much of a story they can tell with the money they got, man. So I hope they kind of stay to those roots. Don't let it get out of hand. A couple more explosions would not go amiss, but, you know. Well, there's no origin anymore, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so they, uh, I actually even read an article, you know, griping about how Vanessa hadn't, because in the comics she has powers, she's copycat, which is very similar to Mystique, so I see what it is. Would have stepped all over there. Mystique. Yeah, but I, I think. Oh my God, probably... did that just come out of my mouth? Did I say that? <laughs> yeah. Am I, yeah. oh my God, I'm showing nerd-like tendencies, <laughs> I must leave now. <laughs> But yeah, I imagine maybe they'll, they'll work on that in the sequel. Oh, got gauze in my wound. Never mind. He filleted his finger because he's not allowed to have sharp objects. Yeah, not anymore. Thank you for joining us. Final thoughts from you, my friend? Thank you for having me. Um, it it was entertaining while it was on the screen. I, there are parts I think, wow, that was funny. I wonder what the deal with the Michael Jackson music was. And... I'm ready to move on to Civil War and Batman v Superman. Oh, definitely. Cannot wait for Civil War. I agree, <laughs> sir. It's going to be a good year. Beaver versus S is uh, out in like a month here, so it's going to be interesting. Can't wait. Am I the only one excited for Doctor Strange? No, no. not at all, man. They just I've been a Cumberbatch for years. Yeah, someone just posted a picture of him in costume today. Too. Oh. It looks freaking awesome. It looks amazing. Yeah. I actually follow Scott Derrickson on Facebook. And I do too. Yeah. When he put up that Facebook post, my next movie is going to be a little strange with the comic book. Yeah. Like I kind of gave out a little shriek because <laughs> yeah. he, I really like him, but he, like it's just goodwill left over from Emily Rose. And oh, he did that. I didn't know he did that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's and that's the why they seen. got him because Marvel was saying they were going to take. Like Doctor Strange, and they were going to have a smaller budget, but they were going to find visionary directors and give them more artistic freedom with the character so that they yeah. could fit it to the budget. And when I heard they got him to do it, I was like, yeah, that I just cannot wait. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've seen anything else of his. I have seen that, but he did what, like Insidious, was it? Or, um, no, oh, did a couple I, recent horror movies that got really good critical. Yeah, McLean. and it sounds like Insidious, but it isn't. It's the one with the boogeyman, and that one it was a it was a scary movie. I actually had the horror reaction to that one that I had to Deadpool. It was fun while it was on the screen. Afterwards, I realized there were some holes, but he also did the Day the Earth Stood Still, which was okay. Oh, okay, yeah. But um, yeah, mostly he and he did Deliver Us from Evil, which I haven't seen, but it was like. They said, wow, he did three low-budget demon movies, and they made a ton of money back. Yeah. Let's give him Doctor Strange. Yeah. There you go. Why not? And yeah. he's been following... I don't know what he thought of the character beforehand, but like you saw on his Facebook, every other week it's some other like deep-thinking author quote with another picture of Doctor Strange. Yeah. He yeah, did it's... do Sinister. Sinister. Sinister, that was the name of it. Yeah. 
Oh, he also did one of the urban legends in one of the later Hellraiser movies, though. Hey, Thank you, Google we, Hero. We gotta start somewhere. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Thing is, the guy knows how to play around in the supernatural, and that's what Doctor Strange needs, though. So. Yeah. Why not? Very much looking forward to that one. You know. But, pleasant surprise about this. this oh, yeah. So, we definitely, you know, get out there and see it and make it make R-rated superhero movies viable commodity. Because <laughs> um, why not? Because boobs in a superhero movie are always welcome, in my opinion. Decapitation <laughs> and brain splatter and make me too, happy. Sure, Thank you. you know. uh, so, yeah. This has been Mindless Dribble with Scott and Sarah. I guess that's all she wrote, folks. Thank Fine. you for joining us on the couch, boys. Thanks Happy for having to be us. Here. Cool. And bewareofmonsters.com to listen to Mr. Roulette talk Thank about you. monsters. You have been listening to Mindless Dribble with Scott and Sarah. Please return your brains to their original upright position and exit to the left of the podcast. If you'd like to keep us talking, throw us a topic suggestion or just say hi at mindlessdribble at yahoo.com. Mindless Dribble with Scott and Sarah is produced by Scott McGregor and Sarah Tonin and is part of the Two True Freaks podcasting network. No animals, children, or little old ladies were harmed in the production of this podcast. However, male co-hosts are subject to mild violence and excessive snarky criticism. Bye-bye. You are haunting. You look like an avocado had sex with an older avocado. Thank you.